0: Hi, everyone, and uh, welcome to the Rad Speed Podcast. Let's talk some sports. So, hopefully, everyone enjoyed this intro music I put, and uh, let's get going. Okay, so this is how we're gonna do it. I will be hundred percent honest, and this first recording will be uncut, unedited, and uh, hopefully everyone who is listening will appreciate that. Uh, I'll the way I speak in real life. This is how I'm gonna sound here, because uh, I think this is how should how it should be done. Okay, so uh, for this first time, for this inaugural podcast uh, about uh, sports and track and field and speed-related sports uh, that I will will have here. I will give a few comments on recent uh, events in track and field and uh, answer um, a few questions and uh, give an advice to the athletes. So let's get going. Oh, before I get going, I wanted to... uh, uh, thank to my uh, former athlete Paul Devo for letting me know about this uh, app Anchor. called It's called Anchor. So um, thanks, Paul. And um, now I definitely feel like I'm a, like I'm a radio anchor. Okay. Okay. So here we go. Uh, first comment that I have uh, is on uh, World Relays that were held recently in Japan. Uh, I think the highlight of those uh, those relays was a mixed 110-meter uh, 110, 110, uh, relay when athletes ran back and forth. I've never seen that before. I think it was plenty of fun and entertaining to me. So I believe that uh, track and field and IAF need to work on, uh, on, on better entertainment of the audience because... That audience will come to the, to the stadium to watch it next time and uh, pay for the ticket to watch it, and hopefully there there will be more money for for everyone, including athletes. Okay, so that's that regarding work relays. So my second comment would be regarding uh, Matthew Bowling. Um, there is, <laughs> I've been reading lots of comments on Instagram and. Uh, people should just stop judging uh athletes or or whoever by um by their ethnicity and their ethnic background if if someone is fast then they're fast and that's it uh those people are uh majority of the people talking about what should an athlete look like where should an athlete be from they're more than likely sports uneducated Completely, but they have their own opinion, and they they don't really know exactly <laughs> what they're talking about. But they think they do. So, you know, what can you do? And uh, also uh, another guy who is of the same age from from Indonesia. I don't know his name exactly, Lalu uh, Muhammad or something. He ran at exactly the same time, so I think he needs to get some some more publicity as well, because he also ran ten point thirteen uh recently and uh, no one's really talking about him. Not that I know of. Okay. So uh next topic would be about um that I have on my mind is about Castro Semania. Well I'm kind of sorry for her. Uh, I'm just trying to be in her shoes what she's going through. Uh it it's probably not fun. Not very uh not very uh comfortable to be in her her shoes. And um, that's my first thought. I just feel sorry for her what she has to go through every day, you know. And uh, just trying to imagine myself being in her shoes. Uh, on the other hand, um, I don't know how how will that work in her case. How will the, <laughs> what will future bring? But maybe a solution would be to to form a completely new category of of athletes who, who have the similar, I don't know what's that called, but a similar life uh, story. Is that called a transgender or, or something? So I think that might be a solution, but um doesn't look like it's it's um, going to be fair for her to compete with, with men or women. So uh, that's my opinion. A new category might be a, a permanent solution. And yes, that's my first thought. When I when I when I read uh, all the comments on social media, how should that situation be handled? Okay, so next thing I want to uh, mention briefly about is talk briefly about is drugs in Um It is kind of uh, kind of uh, strange that the national federations, the agencies that work with national federations. Uh, they they are in charge of testing their own athletes. Uh, I don't know why would they catch their own athletes, why would they sabotage their own athletes, but uh, it, sound, it looks like it's kind of biased. And uh, some of those anti-doping agents, they don't, they don't even have any money to test athletes. So, like, uh, for example, in Jamaica, they have no money, they don't test people because they can't. So i don't know what to make out of it but uh and i don't know the solution to this issue and uh it's <laughs> if it doesn't it just doesn't doesn't add up to me okay and uh next next thing that i want to talk about is actually i want to answer on a, on a question uh that uh, some athletes asked me recently some People asked me recently, how do I train people? What's my workouts like? Well, my answer is, I don't have an answer to that. I don't know how to explain how I train. Um, when you're gonna have to start training with me. Believe in uh, what I have to uh, say on the, on, the, on the first day and then you decide uh, whether you're in or out. So there is no way for me to explain in details and uh, how my training looks like, uh, looks like, and uh, I'm not going to try to impress someone by uh, dropping uh, fancy expressions. Uh, and then when I put some s- sport specific uh, uh, term, then I spend another half hour explaining what it means and what it entails. So. I believe it's uh, an athlete should just make a decision uh, quickly, and basically. Yeah, just like I said, whether you're in or out, and then once you commit yourself, you should, um, you should stick with the program for at least uh, the key word is at least two years, to see to have a full picture of. Uh, uh, of 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 the program maybe it's 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 not going to work after three months or six months, maybe it takes some time, but jumping from one program to another from one coach every six months or every year, I don't think that's a good thing sometimes you have to do that obviously but uh when if an athlete is serious and the coach is committed and uh, they work well together, I firmly believe that the two years of commitment and uh, dedicated work. Uh, is the minimum mo- amount of time after they can both sit down and assess what they have accomplished together. And uh, maybe it's going to work, maybe it's not. And maybe there will be some success immediately. Uh, that That's possible too, but if an athlete starts a program, if, it's, if an athlete is dedicated and uh, does everything coach expects from, from that athlete, and the relationship is uh, working, then two year time is some optimal time according to me. To judge the program, to judge the 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 what what has been accomplished. Okay. Well, that would be it uh, regarding this first uh, first podcast I have. I covered uh, a few things comments on. Uh, Recent events, uh, I answered on one question, I gave an advice, how should uh, athletes approach approach their program and a new coach. So uh, I kind of jumped from topic to topic a little bit. So that would be it. Uh, moving forward, uh, my idea is to uh, stick with one specific topic and uh, just discuss it for uh, during one uh, episode of the podcast. Maybe I'll bring some uh, famous athletes and interview that athlete. So we'll see. If anyone has any comment, uh, you can send me a DM uh, via via Insta, uh, Instagram or just email me. Uh, my email is uh, in my Instagram profile, and uh, I'll just try to respond. Okay, so that's that for this first time. Uh, thanks for listening.